Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Good evening, welcome to this week's Man of the Post Extra Time. Uh, back in the new year, I am your host Chris. With me this week, I've got Adam. How are you? I'm good, thank you. How are you? Very good, thank you very much. And uh, we've got um, Emma Buno Estente. Happy New Year. Thank you, Chris. How are you? Mm, wonderful. Tomorrow's your big Christmas, isn't it? Uh, religious yeah, so, so for all the heathen Protestants out there, tell us what happens on the, uh, on the 6th Christmas of January. Day. I just call it Christmas to you, it's easy that way. Yeah, go on, tell us heathen yeah, Protestants Christmas. what happens on the 6th of January. Uh, it's Three Kings Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, and basically we just have Christmas again, but with like a street parade uh, of the three kings who went to visit the baby Jesus. Three kings, um, is, that, is that Kenny Dalglish, uh, Robbie Fowler and Mo Salah? And Elvis. Yeah, you're <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Well, that sounds nice. We'll have a nice Three Kings Day tomorrow. Uh, thank you, yeah. Tres Rexel. Excuse me? <laughs> Tres Rexel. <laughs> is that Three Kings? <laughs> no, that's Rexel, it's Latin. Tres Rail. Yeah. <laughs> Reyes. Reyes, that's what I meant. <laughs> yeah, that's what you said. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. So, as long as what you as long come, this is what you meant. Yeah, what I meant. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I said yes, I do, and really, I actually meant no. Sorry, I'm out of here. I never want to I marry mean, you. So all of the letters and the vowels were in the right <laughs> place in the right order, but they were all there. In spirit, they were. Yeah, yeah exactly. Full yeah. park. Yeah, it was an imagination sentence. <laughs> it, it was right church, wrong pew. Exactly. <laughs> so this week is uh, is quite cup heavy. This week, and we're going to be talking a little bit about the league games that happened this week. First of all, we're going to start at the Coliseum at Anfield as uh, Monday night Liverpool beat Newcastle four two. Two goals from Mo Salah, who also missed a penalty. Um, Curtis Jones and Cody Gapo scored. Uh, Alexander Isaac and Sven Botman scored for Newcastle. So this was 1-0 to Liverpool, 1-all. Then Liverpool went 2-1-3, went ahead. Newcastle brought it back to 3-2 for Liverpool finish off 4-2. So, like I say, Mope Salah missed the penalty. Trent Wallet the uh, the follow-up into the uh, into the Mersey. Uh, it is Endo and Mo Salah's last games for going to play their Continental Trophies. Um, Liverpool 34 shots with just those four goals. I mean, they were all over... Newcastle level, weren't they? Yeah, that was, that game had chaotic vibes. Yeah, I mean, I imagine if you had no skin in the game, it was quite a fun thing to watch. Uh, well, I didn't have... Well, I hate Liverpool, so... I mean, they were fun, though. You hate I Liverpool? Does that mean you love journalists chopping up in Newcastle more? No, I didn't say that, did I? <laughs> so, you, did you have a skin in the game? No. So there you go. Did you enjoy it? Yeah, I did. It was fun. Yeah, good. I really enjoyed how difficult both teams were making it for them. <laughs> they certainly did that, didn't they? <laughs> um, okay, so most time missed the penalty. He did have a second penalty to take when Diego Jota was brought down by Martin Dubravka. Um, yeah. was, was he there? Yes, he was. <laughs> no, 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 no. Two, two, two things can be true, that he was touched by Dubravka yeah. and he fell over. Was he brought down by him? If you're running at such a speed that Diogo Jota was, mm-hmm. uh, is it difficult? He went down about 40 seconds later when he should have scored. Yeah. Well, but, I don't, yeah, but what are you supposed to do? It doesn't take 40 seconds to realise that someone's like accidentally what? touched you. Did he literally take 40 seconds to fall down? It took a while. Yeah, because he's running at such a pace that you're not going to fall down in one motion, are you? He should have scored. No, but you don't take like two more steps and then fall down. It looked like a conscious decision to fall down. Okay, so he's... I I would say they both, both of those penalties were very big conscious decisions to fall down. 
What, the one where the Newcastle player stuck, stuck his... Yeah. Okay, so back to Diego Jota. I mean, so he stays on his... He's touched by Dubravka. He's obviously put off a little bit in his run by that touching. Um, say he stays on his feet and doesn't score, does he get the penalty then? No. So did he do the right thing in going down? No, what... Yeah, I no, guess because just... the idiot referee gave but the decision's wrong. <laughs> Okay, so if he stayed and on his feet, if he stayed on his feet and the momentum of the touch put him off and he missed the, he missed the shot, then. No, because I don't think. But Ma you're you're performing some mental gymnastics here because you, we yeah. both know that 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 touch is not enough to knock someone over. I don't I don't know because I've never run that fast. I'm guessing nobody else here <laughs> has either. I don't think Var would have looked at that after and gone. He's denied a clear and obvious. That, that that was it was a clear and obvious mistake. Sure. I don't think that would have happened. I can see why people are outraged that it was a penalty. I can fully understand why the referee gave it as well. Yeah, because he was fooled. We fouled. Sorry. We all know in our heart of hearts that if he was if if Diego Jota was uh, was was stood at the pearly gates and it, the judgment was being taken and the, he was being asked to truthfully say whether he could could have. Um, stayed on his feet and scored there we, we all know the true answer is that how people are judged when they get to the pearly gate what, what are you going to be judged on when you get to yeah. the pearly gates what truths are you well, going to have to I, answer to there wasn't a lot of diving done by me but I, there was some quite horrendous tackles put in by me I... okay Emma what are you going to have to answer the for the producer <laughs> what am I what what are you going to have to answer for at the pearly gates uh crimes against humanity Oh, really? Wow. <laughs> well, I get there eventually. Oh, okay. So these crimes are, are, are as yet uncommitted. They're ongoing. Oh, okay. So, yeah, that's, 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 yeah, it's a mix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're in progress. Um, <laughs> Emma's not accepting that she's peaked yet. That's what happened. <laughs> I won't, yeah. Uh, as, as for Newcastle, Eddie Howe, uh, he had nine first teams out, but um, Livermento, Sven Botman, Bruno Gimmerich, uh, Anthony Gordon, Alexander Rizak, all purchases under the new regime did start the match, uh, even though they've got nine first teams out. So it's not like they were sort of held together with Miguel Almiron and the sticky tape. Um, is he in danger of his, losing his job, especially if things don't go well this weekend or the next few fixtures? They've got Sunderland in the cup. They've got, I think they've got Manchester City and Aston Villa after that. So... Will he still be manager come the end of January, do we think, guys? Probably. Yeah? Yeah, I think they're sensible. But it's a bad run that they're on, isn't it? They're all the way down in mid-table yeah. now, aren't they? It's not where they and want to be. considering that they overachieved last year. Yeah. It doesn't yeah. look great. But they overachieved last year. That, that, that's just it, isn't it? Okay, so if, exactly. you're, if you're the head of the PIF fund... Mohammed mm. bin Salman would and, that it were and you're looking at the league table and you invite Eddie Howe to the Istanbul embassy as he sat in front of you and he's saying but we overachieved last season your royal highness um, is that going to wash? I mean if I was in charge mm. I would have the bone saw on yeah the I go table. back to the, the sensible people <laughs> I, I'd have the bone saw on the table so he knew <laughs> Would you give but it a little rev? His life and his job. <laughs> Would you give it a little rev? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. What can you see there on the table, Eddie? <laughs> um, yeah. So it's um, it's it's troubling times for him. And since Jason Tindall did the shush motion at um, uh, at Jurgen Klopp back in the game back in sort of uh, at the start of the season, Newcastle conceded six goals to Liverpool. So always be careful when you shush your opponent. Um. Also in the Premier League this week, West Ham nil, Brighton nil. I have not watched the highlights of this. By all accounts, this was a terrible game. Has anyone got anything to say on it? No, uh, but just quickly about mm -hmm. about New, back to Newcastle, and not mm -hmm. so much Newcastle, but I don't don't want us to be going too detailed into the third round because there's a lot. But has anyone seen the stuff about what happened in the uh, what was happening in the prep for the Sunderland away end or the yes. way end at the Stadium of Light? We will come on to that. Don't worry. Okay. So, yeah, we'll come on to that. Um, anyone got anything to say about Brighton West Ham? It was a game that happened. It was. I and didn't... only the people who attended will know. <laughs> the, 
That's true. Okay, so there's been a, a round of fixtures in La Liga this weekend, so we'll start off uh, in the Madrid suburbs, I think. Getafe nil, Rio Vercarnity. Am I in the Madrid suburbs? Correct. They're both go. in the Madrid suburbs. Oh, okay. There we go. Um, so three red cards in this game. There was uh, one from Mason Greenwood and another one for uh, Damian, both for descent. I can't remember who the other he one was. He just came on as well. <laughs> I know. He just got substituted on. It was so peak him. It was wonderful. Peak who? Sorry, Damien. Yeah. Well, he just got off with so many. He does this a lot, does he? Mm. Yeah. Just on brand, and it was very funny. I mean, that game was uh, not great. I mean, the Hidafe goalkeeper made a few good saves, mm. but the records were just stupid. <laughs> what? <laughs> I think we're all for descent. I can't remember the third one. I can't remember those two. What one am I missing? <laughs> <laughs> well, the Mason Greenwood one was particularly stupid. He turned around and counted to three and then sort of shook his hands at the referee, didn't he? Right in front yeah. of his face. They're only about five yards from each other. You're going to get sent off of that, you moron. Yeah, and Damien had left the pitch by the time he got sent off, hadn't he? Yeah, it was stupid. It was so good. Yeah, he knew he was getting sent off. <laughs> he knew he was already out of there. Yeah, and I don't think he'd been booked long before, had they? And there was a penalty overturned by VAR, wasn't it? Getafe thought they should have had a penalty. That was overturned by VAR uh, because it was a fair tackle, wasn't it? It was a clean tackle. It was a great tackle, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So that was great fun. Do you want to talk about that game anymore? Or are you just happy with people getting sent off for descent? I think we're all happy with that. I'm just happy for Mason Green we're getting sent off. (laughs) That's all I'm here for. Okay. Uh, Other games on Tuesday were Real Sociedad 1, Daniel Alaves 1, and then Valencia 3, Vigerao one uh, on Wednesday, Granada two, Cadiz nil, uh, Santa Vigo two, Real Betis one, uh, Real Madrid one, uh, Mallorca nil. Who scored for Real Madrid? I can't remember. Uh, Rudiger. Rudiger. Okay. Um, and uh, this is the fun game as well. Girona four, Atleti three. Uh, mm-hmm. So Alvaro Morata uh, got something in common with um, Kylian Mbappe. Both score a hat trick and end up on the losing side. Uh, an Ivan Martin 91st minute winner for Girona. Um, uh, so a couple of things to talk about here. First of all, I didn't realise Bebe was still playing, Manchester United legend. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, still, and David Blunt still playing for um, Girona. Yeah. Uh, so um, Rodrigo de Paul's hair. <laughs> <laughs> that he, look, he looked like a cross between Rigobert Song and Neptune uh, with his sort of blonde. Uh, sort of dreadlock streaks. Um, I want to talk to you about uh, Girona, Emma, because obviously they are second in the table on goal difference from uh, from Real Madrid. They are, I mean, to the casual observer, they're the, the little team that could. However, a little bit of delving no. shows they're owned by City Group, who own Manchester City, and they right. own sort of teams in Japan, Australia, Brazil, uh, Uruguay. Um, how much are we allowed to like this run that Girona are on this season and do you you've got to declare an interest first of all haven't you uh well if you're okay with the PIF then I guess you're into it uh but you shouldn't be into it because this is horrible dirty money so you shouldn't be into it it's evil Chris it's evil you say that as a Barcelona fan wonder no 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 they're making me wonder if I would be okay with the Real Madrid winning the league. Oh, really? Yeah, because I don't... I don't. It's dirty money, isn't it? Yeah, so what were... I mean, are you, are you okay with the way Manchester City throw money around? No, absolutely. I, I have Girona exactly. throwing money around in a no, similar way? No, so. necessarily, but you know it's within their capability to do so. Yeah. So traditionally, what were Girona? Were they sort of like a... Uh, a little team up the coast from Barcelona that everyone was quite yeah. fond of. Yeah, they'd get promoted, they get relegated, they were up and down. Nobody really cared about them too much. Okay, we well, always used to play preseason against them. And what are people in Spain saying about it? Are they having the same sort of conversations people have about? No, um, nobody cares about that. No? <laughs> Okay. No. <laughs> There's not like a Miguel Delaney out there sort of doing sort of pieces on how I terrible this is. There was, but uh, no, there isn't. No? No. So everyone's quite happy with this. Do they see this as like some sort of... Well, less... I don't know if they're happy because, you know, 
they think I think people think it's interesting that it's not a team that you would expect to be there. So it's nice that it's someone different, I guess. That's right. Like, yeah. But I don't. But I, I just look into it. You know, it's not. It's not great. No, um, and I don't know how it would work next year if they qualified for the Champions League and Manchester City did. I guess it worked with RB Leipzig and Salzburg, didn't it? So Yeah, I don't think there are any rules against that. <laughs> but everything's, everything's going for it now. Okay, um, and are people thinking this is like some sort of Leicester City equivalent if they did go and win well, the it league? Would, it kind of would be, wouldn't it? Yeah, where did they finish not... last season? I don't know. Didn't they get promoted this season? I don't know. Or am I making that up? Oh, I'm afraid I couldn't tell you. Since I lost my um, Premier Sports subscription, I couldn't tell you what happens in Spain an awful lot. <laughs> what? I'm going to Google it. Hang on. Go on. Tap, tap, tap. What? Adam, get, while she's Googling, what are your thoughts on my Girona? Uh, I don't have any thoughts. You not? No. No. In fact, you need to vamp for me. I need to be right back. Oh, he's got his dinner. <gasps> yeah. What did he say he was having, Emma? Yeah. In the, tw- in the 2020... That's not the right season. I guess they're up and down quite a lot, aren't they? Listeners, this is dead air. So Adam's yeah, going to play... they were... Sorry. <laughs> I was reading. They were promoted to the... Uh, to La Liga in 2022 via the playoffs, so they didn't even win the league. Oh, okay. Yeah, 47% owned by the City Group. So this is not a good thing. Well, do you think it's a good thing? No, I don't. No, I think it's a I terrible, mean, dastardly thing. I mean, the this only, is... Go. The only before the whole City thing, the the good thing. I mean, no, there's no good things about them. What am I saying? I'm confused a lot by the whole City group thing because as far as i'm aware this is really the only success outside of manchester city for the whole city group thing new york city fc they may have won the mls Cup. i think they have won the mls cup but it's not like they've taken over mls same for melbourne city in australia as well and there's mumbai city and um yokohama city as well out in japan i think you know it's not like they're pulling up trees in all these different continents they're doing okay aren't they they're they're and you kind of the sports washing thing works great with Manchester City, but I don't quite see the point of all these other groups. It's not like Manchester City are playing a load of Australian kids and you know, sort of <laughs> kids from Mumbai. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? Yeah. It's a very. I don't, I don't really know what the the vibe is, but it's just money laundering, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. Uh, what else we got? So on Thursday, it was Osasuna one, Almeria nil, uh, Sevilla nil. Um, Bilbao Baggins, Athletic Bilbao 2 and then Las Palmas 1, Barcelona 2 so Las Palmas took the lead through El Hadidi after 12 minutes um, Barcelona got a very lucky deflection as one of the defenders tried to hoof it clear and I think it hit Ferran Torres on the head didn't it? Yeah, um, and then he sort of scuffed it in it was a wild thing I tell you what, if that was about 20 yards further back he would have fallen on the floor and pretended he was injured <laughs> because the ball Quite didn't. possibly, yeah <laughs> Uh, and then there was a very, very um, strange foul in the 91st minute. So the ball comes in, it's a cross into the box. Ilhan Gundogan is about to head it when he gets sort of, he's, I'd say he's about three, four feet in the air jumping and he gets sort of shoulder barged off the ball, doesn't he, in, in the yeah. air? <laughs> that guy lost his mind. That was it quite was, a dangerous thing, wasn't it? It was the thing. Someone got sent off as well. I think, was it the guy who did the shoulder barge? It was him. He'd just come on as a substitute as well and you're like, wow, I don't, I don't understand what's happened to you. You've just gone crazy. You oh. cost your team a point. It was a really dangerous thing to do. Yeah. Because it was stupid. Is <laughs> what it was. I mean, you might. I mean, I guess they're quite lucky. There's a big space of green behind the goal. You'd think some stadiums you do that. You'd be landing with your head on the advertising hoardings. It was quite sort yeah, of he's, he's dangerous. And fair play to Gund again because he got up and took the penalty, didn't he? He did. Yeah. So I yeah, like he's he's, a, he's good. He's fabulous. And then Vitor Roque, had a chance after which would be to score in his debut but he missed and it was pretty bad he yeah. should have scored he's only 18 though so oh you're full of children again aren't you <laughs> he ain't got no option Chris <laughs> 
Um, okay, so uh, Atleti, sorry, uh, Real Madrid are top on 48 points. It's goal difference, isn't it? Not goal scored. Um, so same number of points as Girona, Barcelona 41, and Athletic Bilbao 38 points. So you're seven points behind these two. Can you pull it back? Absolutely not. No. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> well, look, we're in a pretty bad spot, right? We've got injuries, that, but who hasn't, right? Mm. Um, but there's no finance in there. Chubby doesn't have a lot of places to go, really, uh, with options. Uh, other than children um, so I mean I think we were lucky we managed to get um, uh, Roque uh, registered mm. um, and I don't think there's going to be much room for anything else I mean really we need someone to replace um, Gavi because you know he's going to be out for a really long time mm. uh, we need someone to, we, well we really need someone to replace Bushkeds who we should have bought in the summer, which was supposed to be Romeo, but that didn't really... I don't know. Chubby doesn't seem to trust him, I think. I don't know what the deal is there. Um, Ter Stegen's out for a while. Ike Pena is not a bad goalkeeper, so that's fine. Um, but, you know, I think I'd rather have someone with a bit more experience. Um, Cancelao went off injured, mm-hmm. so that's someone else who's out. He's got something wrong with his MCL. Um, yeah, it's, it's it's not a good spot, especially with the money situation. We're gonna have to we have to sell to buy, but I don't know. But there is a rumor mm. that we want to buy Diago from Liverpool. Oh, really? Yeah. You see, for me, he's Bring got him home. Bring that boy home. He's gonna go join his mates in into Miami, he's... isn't he? He's not old enough. Don't to know what they give him away. I think we could get him for free, right? You you guys don't want him. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. He's out of contract in the summer. There we go. Just let him go. Let him come home. Don't want to pay his wages. No, let I, him come home in January. I'd be quite happy if he left. As, as wonderful a player as he is, he's just perpetually injured. He's so good. Well, he is, I but you just, you just don't I see it, unfortunately. Him. Yeah, you guys have not seen it. But <laughs> I, know he, I know he's good. <laughs> Uh, well, saying in foreign land, uh, it was the Coppa Italia this week. Um, Milan beat Calgary 4-1, two goals from uh, Luka Jovic. Uh, a couple of really good goals from him. Um, Atlanta beat Sassuolo 3-1. Uh, Roma beat Cremonese 2-1. And then Juventus 6, Salernitana 1 with a really, really nice Timothy Weyer goal uh, in the last minute. He absolutely thumped one in there. Um, and the FA Cup has started here. So, we'll just talk about quickly because this is a result, Adam. So, Crystal Palace nil, Everton nil. Uh, weird that FA Cup games are happening on a Thursday, which very strange um the game is probably strange, yeah the game's probably best remembered for dominic calvert lewin's red card um so he kind of goes up studs up on i can't remember which crystal palace play it was doesn't really catch him uh but his studs were up so the referee, yeah only he sort of glances off him doesn't he so he the doesn't ref- catch him. he doesn't catch him catch him but he does catch him yeah so it's high he caught him it's a red card i don't know what the problem is I don't either. There's footage of the um, referee that's like from the stand uh, filming the referee and the Everton players behind and Seamus Coleman's waving his arms around as the referee's looking at the video uh, saying, you know, how can you send him off for that? Um, I can see why people are upset because it was, it's not like a full-blooded challenge, but I can also see why it's a red card as well because... Everton are going to appeal it mm. and I don't understand why they think that's going to be successful. That's just time-wasting. Yeah, I agree that it's a red card. It's like... It's high, it, it, it's reckless, he catches him. It's dangerous. Yeah, I think so. Um, and we'll talk about the rest of the FA Cup games in a minute. So bits and bobs of news. Wayne Rooney has been sacked as Birmingham coach after just 83 days. He lost 9 out of 15. Um, after they sacked John Eustace and brought in Rooney, they went from 6th down to 20th. Uh, he said he's going to take some time out now with his family. So I just want to talk about a couple of things. Firstly, specifically Wayne Rooney. Is he a bad manager? Um, he's... I, also, I like the idea that he's taking some time out. Like, that's his choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's unemployed. Um, he think he Honestly, did... people are banging the door down to try and hire me, but I'm taking some time. I, don't, I think he did below average at DC United. I think... He did very well under difficult circumstances at Derby, although people are saying that Liam Rossini was kind of the brains behind that. So, oh, is it too early to judge him as a manager? Or No, he's terrible. Terrible? Well, he's not great. 
I mean, not yet he's not, but... Mm -hmm. I'm yeah, thinking sure. maybe you'll grow into his powers. <laughs> well, maybe people do. I don't know. I mean, imagine. I don't if you... think they do. Do yeah, they? If you if you spent twenty years being a pastry chef and all of a sudden you were thrown into being what's what's the top chef person? Is it an executive chef? Right. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. Okay. So say you spent twenty years being a pastry chef and then all of a sudden you're thrown into being the executive chef. Is that a good? I'm, of... I'm going to stop you here. Go on. Because this is a really bad analogy. <laughs> okay. Go on. Uh, because... I could do that job too. <laughs> okay, specifically not you with your amazing goddess-like powers, but is it sort of no. similar like that? Is it is it different make, running your own sort of pastry to running an entire kitchen? No, no, not really. It's not hard. I mean, he's been in the dressing room with like really successful and good managers yeah so but none of that's rubbed off on him clearly well the other thing i was going to talk about there was um the we had the so-called golden generation uh, of english plays back in 2000 All terrible managers <laughs> exactly yeah so you know gary neville had to go managing out of valencia that didn't work out phil neville i mean you could talk about him being world class terrible. or not terrible manager uh john terry's really sort of only been assistant so frank lampard stephen gerrard terrible. yeah they haven't really worked out for them and then you look at other people andrea pilo uh it hasn't worked out from juventus pippa and zaghi excellent player who's been outshone by his brother uh regards to manager lothar mateus mm. was bang average as a manager what is it that uh, glenn hoddle as well yeah he's sort of underachieved as a manager and he was a fabulous player what is it that makes world-class players Wait, did, Glenn Hoddle managers. did Glenn Hoddle underachieve as a manager yeah I think he underachieved as a, as a manager and a person yes as a person I think he did yeah person. I think he does underachieve as a person Absolutely. yeah but I don't, I don't think he underachieved as a manager do you not no so after England he what he yeah ended up at Wolves didn't work again right well, I think he went to Wolves, didn't he? And that was oh, about I it. I remember that. I think Wolves fans probably wish that they didn't remember it either. <laughs> um, Can you remember that earlier on I told you there was an exception to the rule? Mm -hmm. He's a really handsome man. Glenn Hawking. Managing in Germany. Oh, Xavi Alonso. Yeah, there you go. Yes. Well, I guess yeah, I guess he's a, a an outlier, isn't he? Um... There's not many like that, is there? So what are we trying to prove? Well, I'm trying. I'm trying to prove anything. I'm trying to query why world class players don't make world class managers. Some people just don't have the temperament um, for it. Yeah. Also, not everyone can. Um, world class players can't can't necessarily. Some it depends. I suppose it also depends why or how you got to being world class. Hmm if you're especially someone who is world class because you have essentially a level of sort of not everyone can comprehend why someone else can't do that and what so if, if you were George Best for example you'd just be like oh well just just bring it down beat those four players and stick it in the top corner yeah there is and you're like yeah but I can't do that George I don't know how there is footage of Glenn Hoddle Doing, trying to teach John Munker how to do something, and John Munker is obviously not Glenn Hoddle, and it's not going very well. Yeah, that's the same. That's when he was at Swindon, right? And there's yeah. a similar story on um, on where he talks about where Andy Hinchcliffe talks about him on in England training, trying to teach him how to um, bring the ball down, cut inside, and ping it on his right foot. And he's like, "Yeah, I don't have a right foot." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so I guess right. I guess if you had 115 charges and an open checkbook, you could do it, couldn't you? be a world-class player and manager are you, are you talking about pep i could be talking about pep i guess he's an outlier as well because we're all pro yeah pep. i mean pep's never been a world-class manager somewhere where he didn't have those things that, that's true <laughs> yeah i mean he had did he have child trafficking in barcelona uh black market organ trafficking yeah okay mm -hmm. so yeah he's um allegedly allegedly from one of the post lawyers uh but yeah i mean it, it, I just think being being well the, the chances of you being world class at two things mm. are quite low even if those things are slightly related uh, but the other thing when you think back 
Alex Ferguson, manager of Manchester United for 27 years, there's not an awful lot of really, really good managers that have come out of, of, of a played under him in all that time, have they? I mean, Gordon Strachan's done okay. I think Andy mentioned that um, when we talked about this before. But there's not an awful... I mean, Brian Robson didn't really make it as a manager. Steve Bruce has done okay, I guess. Um, but no one has really sort of taken that knowledge and, and ran with it, what they've learned under him. I think... I don't know. I don't. I think being a manager has some sort of. I think there's got to be a degree of intelligence in there, where you understand things in a different way. Mm. Uh, and I think it's really. I, I I don't think it translates a lot of the time because I think people probably think that Lampard and and Rooney or Gerrard can manage a team based on the fact that they were um, inspirational leaders for their clubs mm. as a player and that doesn't translate to picking a team tactics, training uh, everything else that goes along with being a manager. You can't just give a rousing speech and expect them to go out there and win 5-0. It's yeah. not really how it works. It's you not can't... being captain. No, you can't beat your chest all the while, can you? And no. Oh, that's fair enough. Okay. But I think that also that's a um, that's a sign of the times as well, because you can you could famously go back to the, the Sir Alex Ferguson example of of lads. It's Tottenham. Mm. That's not tactical brilliance or anything like that, is it? That's just. <laughs> That was just it's Tottenham. Lads, it's Tottenham. Yeah. So ten years time then. Still applies, really, doesn't it, for some clubs? <laughs> but I just think that the game has moved on, and what everything Emma's saying is true, but maybe it was less true. So uh, if we so 20, 30 years ago, when we look at this in ten years time, or we sort of look ahead to ten years time, are we going to see more players? Oh, sorry, are we going to see more managers who uh, weren't players? Are we going to see, for example, more? graduates who have worked their way up through sort of coaching or analytics or something like that who have become managers Football like manager in FIFA yeah those guys well no no no, no but I think pe- that players I know because I think that players are more there's a higher level of intellect required to be a player at the top level these days uh, I think that's sort of I true. think you have to have more of a tactical understanding yeah, but if you're on 100 grand a week, why on earth would you want to be a manager after you retire? Whereas if you're a young and hungry coach who maybe you saw that you weren't going to make it as a player, you've gone to university or you've got yourself some sort of analytics degree or something like that. Those things have always you... been true as well. Both those things have happened. But have you, have you got new avenues now available to you? live your life like Puyol, be an agent, <laughs> uh, be PK and be president of business I don't, don't, be, don't, be, don't be PK, don't be PK but don't no. be PK no. because he's a terrible example yeah. and a really bad person but be Puyol because he's great yeah no, I just wonder what percentage of players I'm sorry what percentage of managers in 10-15 years will have been ex-players to any decent level the fact is that players now don't that. need another job they don't have to get involved with it and but that's why, that, why I think that that's probably been true for at least a generation still maybe but just be a pundit. Yeah. <laughs> you can but I think, but it's football a football that way. But you're but you're you're looking at life just from the perspective of some people have a lot of time on their hands as well that they need to fill. Mm. Perhaps to I'm stop sure them from they be, have engaging families in destruct- and a place to stop them engaging in destructive behaviours. They have families in a PlayStation. They'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> some of the, maybe some of their families want them to have some time out of the house. Well, yeah, that's true. And they'll go play golf. There's a really good book called Retired, which is talking about what happens after you hang up your boots. And there's lots of stories of bankruptcy and extramarital affairs. And it's, um, it's quite a good book. It's not salacious or anything. It's just sort of a window into uh, the world of what happens after you retire. It's quite good. Um, there are people, though, who can't walk away from it, right? Like yeah. Professional sportsmen like Andy Murray, right? He's a really good example here. He can't quit because he still thinks he can win Grand Slams. Mm. He can't. He must but know he that deep down. He, do you think deep down he knows he can't? He just refuses yeah, to sort of... But, 
look, he's got some other problems, I think, after seeing that documentary about him. He's just, I don't know. He's got a lot of, he, I think he's in denial, really. Okay. Um, Is this the same documentary? Yeah. What documentary? Yeah, um... What's it called? Resurface? Uh, uh, what's it called? Resurfacing? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It's a hard watch if you like Andy Murray and Tennis. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, yeah. Emma and I watch it through tears. Yeah, oh. yeah. If, if I feel like I need to be, I need to cry, I will put that on. And <laughs> Wait, Adam, I remember in a podcast a long time ago, you said your favourite British sportswoman was Bradley Wiggins. Um... I'm not sure I believe that, but sure. You definitely did say it. I kept telling you all about, you know, Team Sky and everything. You wouldn't believe me. Hello? I kept telling you all about Team Sky and you wouldn't believe me. And you said Bradley Wiggins was your favourite sportsman ever or something. Or British sportsman. I feel like you're making stuff up. No, honestly, you did. Because I remember thinking, hmm. But, yeah, still haven't had that extraordinary proof, though, for those extraordinary claims. <laughs> what was I saying? Oh, yeah, look, there, there's a thing, like, that I guess that is in some of them that they can't not be a part of that um, environment, that they yeah. need it in their lives. Yeah. I mean, they don't have... Any, uh, and but It's because they're essentially factory-farmed into football, right? Mm-hmm. They, what they other, don't they know do- anything else. They probably don't know anything else. They probably don't have very many. Uh, some of them will have very limited social circles outside of football. Gary Neville famously binned off all his school friends, didn't he? Yeah, that was weird. But the, he admits that was weird. But he, yeah, when he talked about that. Mm. And Jamie Carragher said, he's sure, it's not just you being a prick. <laughs> um, other news. Carl Robinson, um, former Oxford manager, is uh, now the new manager of Oxford City, speaking to Gary Neville. Uh, sorry, Salford City. Uh, they're currently 20th in League Two. Uh, CEO Nicky Butt said, quote, unquote, he impressed us with his uh, wealth of knowledge and ability. CEO Nicky Butt. <laughs> yeah, I know. Sorry, that just made me laugh. <laughs> uh, Mikel Arteta has said that Arsenal have not complained to the PGMOL about the treatment uh, by opposition players of uh, Bukayo Saka. Uh, but referees are quote unquote aware of tactics involved in playing against him. Um, he's the third. Yeah, he gets the shit kicked out of him routinely. Well, he's the third most he foul. He's right back up. He's the third most foul player in the Premier League. Anyone want to hazard a guess at the other two? I'll, I'll give you the teams. That would probably help. Yeah. There's a lot of players is in the Premier still League. Dra- is it still Jack Grealish? No, it is uh, a Crystal Palace player and a Newcastle player. Is it um, Elise? Eze? Not Eze. Is it Elise? Not Elise. Really? Yeah. I'm all out of Crystal Palace players. A Jordan Jayu, it sounds like. Jordan Ayu? Yeah, he's the most foul player okay. in the Premier League, 65 times. I don't believe that, but okay. <laughs> he's been found 65... What was the other team, sorry? Newcastle. Um, Anthony Gordon, because I'd want to kick him. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'll give you a clue. It sounds like Bruno Brimeresh. Oh, uh, he's a little I snide, though. But... So, I'm not sure how many of those fouls are actually fouls. Okay, so Jordan I has been fouled 65 times, Bruno Grimrush 53, Bukayo Saka 43, of which seven of those were yellow cards. Um, I am thinking about Bukayo Saka breaking Costa Simicas's shoulder as he charged him to the ground the other week. He didn't do that, Jürgen Klopp. Yeah, fuck that. off. <laughs> Sorry, he, <laughs> Jürgen Klopp did it after, how was he propelled into Jürgen Klopp? We didn't do it on purpose, did he? Apparently. <laughs> um, Legal shoulder charge, Chris, I believe. Okay, fair enough. Uh, okay, and so... to be fair, to Bakaya Saka, he was running really, really... He was running really... <laughs> Damn it, my own petard. He's never run that fast, so you don't know that he couldn't... Not stop himself from doing that. God, bloody hell. Someone's got this, like, recorded from earlier on, haven't they? Some pressing play. <laughs> Where's that podcast where you talked about Bradley Wiggins? I'm going to find that. Um, okay, so, uh, in other news, and transfer news, Nikola Kalinic, uh, 36 years old, has re-signed for Hadjik Split. Has anyone seen this? How much he's going to get paid? He's re-signed until the end of the season. How much is he going to get paid? It's either going to be a lot or nothing. It's one euro. There you go. <laughs> uh, he said it's the easiest deal he's Excellent ever signed. Guess. Well, yeah. Um, so, some transfers that have happened. Ben Brereton Diaz Emma has gone from Villarreal to Sheffield United. Has he not done that well in Spain this season? Uh, 
Given that, I can't remember. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Tila Caro has gone from West Ham to Monaco on loan. Lucas Solari has gone from Frankfurt to Inter now on loan. Um, and Tino Cadaweri has gone from Lyon to Nantes. I quite like Tino Cadaweri. He's quite. He was a few years ago. He was very good, and then all of a sudden, Lyon got terrible. Um, and also, it is uh, Afcon and Asian Cup time. So. Some of the Premier League players, uh, sorry, some of the Premier League teams, um, they're losing quite a lot. I think Newcastle, sorry, Nottingham Forest are losing six players. Uh, I think some players... But they have 60 players, so... Yes, that's very true. So Spurs are losing Human Son uh, and uh, Ibusuma. Um, Everton losing Idris Agay. Is that a big loss, Adam? Sorry, I was eating. Sorry, Idris, Idris Gay. <laughs> Genuinely, I thought the silence told you everything. <laughs> Idris Gay, is that a big loss? You go back... Um... Two years uh, ago, yes? Yeah. Just like a no. I mean, <laughs> it, it's, de- it's squad depth, right? And he plays, he does play, but we have the players. It, it's not a... It's not if, if we were to lose a player from any position, I suppose he would. That would be. Yeah, you can have Decore and Onana um, and like this cover. Okay, uh, Brighton losing uh, Matoma, Chelsea losing Nicholas Jackson, Crystal Palace the aforementioned Jordan. Are you? Um, Manchester United losing Sofian Amrabat and Andre Onana. Uh, I've got a feeling that might either be a blessing in disguise again, maybe. Um, they are their two worst players. <laughs> <laughs> they are. So, games coming up this weekend. Uh, Serie A is back, so Inter top of 45, uh, then Juventus 43, Milan 36, Fiorentina 33, so it's Inter versus Hellas Verona, uh, Salernitana versus Juve, um, Empoli versus AC Milan, Sassuolo versus Fiorentina. Uh, it's the Coupe de France, so... This is where I get my pronunciations. Um, Revel, Revel. Uh, in I'm a... just going to sit back. <laughs> you wait. <laughs> wait till I get to yours. Uh, Revel are on the si- in the sixth tier. They're playing PSG. Um, then fifth tier, uh, Tionville Lusitanos are playing Marseille. Uh, and then fifth tier, <laughs> Pontel, <laughs> Pontelier. <laughs> Uh, are playing Leon um, and Leon, of course, are bottom of league and they're having a terrible season. So that might not be the uh, the easy going fixture they think. And there's a League One uh, fixture which is Lons versus Monaco. Right, Emma, Copa del Rey. Here we go. Um, I'm strapping. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Arendina versus Real Madrid. Uh, Arendina in the. Why did you have to do it like that? <laughs> my, my little Mexico voice. <laughs> Mexican. <laughs> They're in the Segunda Federación. So, Emma, crikey, O'Reilly, I've tried to understand lower league Spanish football yeah, t- pyramids. Okay. <laughs> they're a regional team, I guess. Yeah, they're after a certain level. I think it might be after Tercera. I'm not sure. Might be after Segunda. Um, but it's all broken down into regional like areas, okay. groups. So they're playing Real Madrid. That Which was... is very sensible. It, and sustainable. Yes, it, it is very sensible and sustainable. That's a good idea. Um, imagine having five national leagues in your tier pyramid system. Um, Stupid. Yeah. Uh, so I guess if you're a resident of uh, Arandina, um, this is probably the biggest thing that's happened to your town for a while. Probably, yeah. Uh, Lugo. 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 I'm playing Atleti. Um, and they're in the uh, the same sort of Segunda Federación. And then in the Segunda División, it's uh, the Racing Ferro. 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 Did I roll my tongues right at that time? Yeah, not bad. Okay. Uh, they're playing Sevilla, who are fifth bottom of La Liga. So I did talk to you before, saying this might be some sort of uh, banana skin for Sevilla. Can you see a case of them Could be. losing? Yeah, they're not doing very well, are they? Um, they're not great. Well, they're not terrible. Yeah. They're fine. But, you know... You said Ferrell were doing I quite well. Lose this already. Yeah, you said they were doing quite well in. Um, I think they're second. Segunda. Yeah. So yeah, there's only a few places difference. Uh, yeah. And then the. <laughs> but sure, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and then there's Tenerife versus Las Palmas. So you're saying this is uh, a derby of sorts, all way out there in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean. Yeah, because they're the only two teams there. So. <laughs> <laughs> Without a. A huge plane flight. There are different islands, though, right? So, um, I think they're all part of the Canaries, are they? Yes. Okay. 
that must be very expensive playing in La Liga and having to go every other weekend you've got to go to the mainland it's not great for the carbon footprint no um and yeah i guess that's that's a lot of traveling yeah it is and then the volcano and some players are afraid of flying and have it in their contract so they can't do it what they go join those teams and don't fly yeah what yeah you sign for clauses. i you, don't know yeah. you sign for an island team and say you're not going to fly yeah <laughs> get a boat they start on a Monday and they get there by the weekend. Yeah. Bloody hell. Uh, okay, other bits of bobs in the Women's A-League. It's um, the Westgate Derby as Melbourne Victory play Western United. In Cyprus, it's AEL Limassol versus Apollon Limassol. Uh, in Uganda, Gaddafi FC are playing. They're playing Express FC. Um, there's an Athens derby. They're really called Gaddafi FC. <laughs> they are. They're called Gaddafi FC. <laughs> Wonderful. When I went on holiday to uh, Slovenia, we were near a. Um, we were staying in a place called Lake Bled, which is beautiful. And we there was a little shopping complex there called the Gaddafi Complex because he helped build it. We we didn't help build it. He financed it. What a generous man. Yeah. I, I, I mean, he may have helped build it. I'm not sure. But I can't imagine him with the wheelbarrow. <laughs> I doubt he was out there himself with <laughs> no. bricks and Probably. cement. Probably wished he was sometime in 2011, but there you go. Um, <laughs> as an Athens derby, as AEK play Olympiakos in Greece, and in Hong Kong, it's the Southeast Classers, Eastern play South China. So, we now progress to my favourite part of the, my favourite weekend of the footballing calendar within this country. It is FA Cup third round weekend. So the Chris, are you insane? Why am I insane? Am why I hope- is it your favourite weekend? Why? Why do you like cup football so much? domestic cup football i don't understand your country has won too many domestic cup competitions as it is well we do i definitely agree with you on that well get rid of the other one and this will be fine get rid of this one then why well why get rid of the other one because they only brought this this is the argument that the fa have right (laughs) well the this is the oldest cup competition in the world the other one the the league cup was only brought in as a way of um getting use out of floodlights in the 60s so let's get rid of that one. I love this weekend. It's great. It's where the so many things about your country, which is weird. <laughs> and that is like that is a new entry onto the list. <laughs> uh, this is when the big teams come in and play the little teams and get their pants pulled down. I remember growing up, there was but that doesn't always happen, does it? No, it doesn't. But I remember um, I remember Sutton knocking out Coventry in the late eighties. There was Woking. Okay. That... Can we go a bit more recent than before I was born? <laughs> uh, Norwich, a Premier League team, they lost to Luton when Luton was still a non-league team. Leicester when won was the that? Oh, that was the mid-teens, I think. Really stretching Premier League to Norwich there, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, there the was... you might expect would probably lose. Um, Everton lost to Shrewsbury, didn't they, Adam? About 20 years ago. <laughs> 20 years ago? That's that's not really in living memory. <laughs> well, it's in living memory. It's only 20 years. <laughs> it's not I like the 1400s. What happened 20 years ago, Chris? Oh, come on. 20 years ago, where were we? 2004. What were you doing in 2004? Exactly. I don't remember. All right. How old would you have been? Would you have been at school? I don't. I can't remember. Oh, come on. What year were you born? <laughs> No, I'm not saying that out loud. Okay, so, in the night, so there's a very good chance you would have been either at school or some sort of training college or university or something. Well, they weren't good times. Well, no, but <laughs> at least you know what you were doing. Uh, Adam, I guess you were at school, were you? I don't remember, like... In know. school when? Sorry, I, again, wasn't paying attention. 20 years ago. Uh, yeah, I must have been, yeah. Yeah, there you go. I was changing Jared's nappy. Wait a minute, how old was I 20 years ago? <laughs> how old are you now? <laughs> Minus 20 from that. Yeah, that's... Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, we, we were definitely at school, Emma. Yeah. There you go. I remember Adam's... You weren't, you weren't in school for much longer, to be fair. That's true, I wasn't. Or at least school, school, school. You were about to move to Paris. I was, yeah. And we know from podcasts past that Adam was still young enough to care about things because he slammed his car keys down after England lost to Portugal in the Euros. <laughs> still young enough to care about things. <laughs> it's time, it's time, not the Euros, it was the World Cup. Oh, was it? Okay, sorry. <laughs> so you would have really cared then. It was the World Cup. I couldn't drive, Chris. I, I couldn't drive, Chris. I was 15. Oh, okay. 
I could drive when I was 15. What's your excuse? <laughs> the <Could> law. You... <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't legal, but I could drive. <laughs> that was... <laughs> it's more a guideline. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this weekend, we've got... Uh, I sort of broke this down into sort of places where we could get... A, regions. A, did you do it regions? No, I didn't do it regions. Like your should be. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've done it into uh, places where we could get Premier League upsets, or what I've written, cup sets. Oh, uh, I've done... oh, if you come up with that, you should write that. We should be on the phone. We should patent that. We need to... There's mm. money to be made here, Chris. We yeah. could do. Uh, I've done other fixtures. Upsets. I've done other fixtures that look interesting, and I've done uh, some non league fixtures. So, in the cup sets, I mean, this isn't Premier League, but it's AFC Wimbledon. Don't say that word again. <laughs> AFC Wimbledon, who are sort of in the player places. I know I'm a hater, but. Why? Does it cup set you? <laughs> oh, God. It's like nails on a chalkboard. Please stop. Well, sorry, listeners. Yeah, they're, to say <laughs> they're, they're like, yeah, Chris, do it again. <laughs> uh, okay, so not quite Premier League, but this is um, AFC Wimbledon <laughs> in the playoff places of League Two. They are uh, at home to Ipswich, who is second in the Championship. So they might not be too disappointed if they go out. But where we got our other teams, uh, Gillingham are at home to Sheffield United, Wigan are at home to Manchester United, uh, and probably the biggest one of the weekend, where there's the most pressure, Sunderland, who are sixth in the Championship, are at home to Newcastle. So Adam, you had a story about the Newcastle away end at the Stadium of Light. Sorry, I'm not breaking yet. Sorry? It's not my story. I'm not breaking it. I said you Wait, had breaking news. I... Oh, but a while. Yeah. <laughs> Could you stand there with your finger with your finger on one ear and sort of say, boop, 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 boop. "I am here." <laughs> just in, just in. <laughs> news is broadcast over Morse code. Yeah. yeah. Extra, extra. Read all about it. Stop press. Um. No, I I didn't say you you owned the news. I said you had some news. <laughs> Wait, you don't own the news? You've been lying to me this whole time? I didn't say it was... Yeah, I'm, I didn't not really, say it was I'm not really Rupert Murdoch. I didn't oh say it was your God. story. I said it was a story. What a way to find out. Yeah, um... I, I, I've actually... You might know this better than me, Chris, because all I've actually read is the, um... The article that's the apology from the Sunderland CEO. Oh, OK. So, yes, okay. um... So, <laughs> Sunderland... How far did they go? Well, Sunderland, basically what they did in the um, the game was being played at the Stadium of Light, Sunderland's ground. So what Sunderland did is they um, replaced some of the banners or the sort of uh, whatever they sort of have messaging they have uh, in the away end. Uh, we Instead of having Sunderland Mackham phrases, they replaced them with some Newcastle Geordie phrases, like, how are the lads and all that sort of thing. Um Why? I don't know. The, and something that said, like, what was it, keep the black and white flag flying? Yeah, stuff like that. So um, Sunderland owner uh, Kirill Louis-Dreyfus, who, Emma, if you want to put an extra bit of lippy on, he's only 27 and he owns a football club and is a billionaire. Too young for me, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> he owns a football club and is a millionaire. Oh, he's more attractive. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, the football club is Sunderland. <laughs> yeah, but you can encourage him to buy somewhere else, couldn't you? Uh, no. No? Okay. If you've only got Sunderland money, I mean... <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, yeah, he says, um, quote-unquote, I, re I regret to have let you down, he says. I hope he did it just like that. I read it. Was when he I... wearing a stripy shirt <laughs> and had onions around his neck? And... Yeah, his next words were, I surrender. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I just read it in a French accent, so, yeah. Uh, other fixtures this yeah, week? Yeah, I heard you. You just... <laughs> French no, no. Yeah. I read when I read it earlier on on the screen. Just... I was reading it in a French accent. <laughs> do you do that for? It, it's just, <laughs> it's just mad that no one there engaged their brain for like. Yeah. Not one person looked at that. and went, this is a terrible idea. We need to stop this. Uh, yeah, just in answer to your question, Abby. Yeah, I just read a book about the um, the actual Peaky Blinders, and the guy that wrote it is a uh, is a historian from Birmingham. I'm gonna see him on TV a few times, and I'll be reading it in his accent. So um, yeah, it's okay. it sort of sounds like Simon never almost. Never seen that show. Don't want to. Oh, okay. Well, you're not missing much. I've never seen it, but I was I was interested in it. So um, anyway, we digress. Uh, other games. So Chelsea are at home. No, to... no, 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 wait, go... wait, wait. I want to go back to the Sunderland thing. Yeah. Um, 
what? I I don't understand. Like, why? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Like, isn't the point that when you want when away fans come to your stadium, you want it to be imposing and yeah, 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 yeah. and a fortress? You don't want to make them feel at home. Exactly. Right. So, not me. Yeah. I don't know. Isn't Fulham? Luton, where are you going through someone's house to get into the ground? No. Like what? 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 I don't get it. <laughs> I need someone to. A marketing person. Picture and write it down. <laughs> a I marketing know. person thought it must have been a good idea. That's all I, I can I think hope of. He's lost his job. <laughs> uh, other fixtures: Chelsea are playing Preston in the fourteenth in the Championship. That's the football team, not the dog. Um, Middlesbrough are playing Aston Villa. <laughs> Why isn't it the dog? <laughs> That'd be fantastic. Um, they were twelfth in the Championship. Uh, West Ham playing Bristol City, eleventh in the Championship. Nottingham Forest playing Blackpool, eighth in League One. Manchester City are playing Huddersfield. Luton are home to Bolton, who was second in League One. Um, Shrewsbury versus Wrexham. Wrexham are third in League Two. I've written, is this a derby, Adam? What's your geography of the North West like? Sorry, say that again. Wrexham versus Shrewsbury. Shrewsbury. Ooh, yeah, I think it's probably it's close, isn't it? Could be. Uh, and for non-league teams, Definitely, that, that's bordering. They are literally bordering. They're up that way, aren't they? Uh, they and are yeah, and for non-league teams, we've got West Bromwich Albion in Championship versus Oldershot, who are eighth in the National League. Uh, Maidstone, who are fourth in National League South against Stevenage, who are seventh in League One, and Newport, who are eighteenth in League Two versus Eastleigh, who are eleventh in the Nations League, uh, National League. So that is the um, FA Cup. That's our roundup. Anyone got any other business or anything? I hate <laughs> Don't we all back next week? Don't worry. <laughs> uh, right, guys. Thank you so much for joining me on our little cup set extravaganza. Um, <laughs> oh, I feel sick. Right, so we're Man on the Post, part of the Man on the Post network. You can follow us on Facebook. Go uh, to like on Facebook at Man on the Post. You can find us on Instagram and X, uh, formerly Twitter, at Man on the Post. Um, you can probably get Dave and Simon and uh, Carl, and I think that's it. I can't remember anymore. Oh, Chris, uh, back on Monday to review the games that we've been previewing here. Uh, neither of you on Twitter anymore, so you've got nothing to uh, plug regards to your handle. So thank you ever so much, and always remember to keep your man on the post.